mine now. You belong to me. Today we are going to play a new fun game. Hello and welcome to the Twin Picks podcast. My name is from dusk till Dan. My name is from, I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's a nice <laughs> name. From I don't know. I don't know. From middle of nowhere. Okay, well, your last time you went for a Pokemon name and you decided not to go for Nikachu this time. <laughs> they I call like me that. that at work, actually, though. Oh, do they? <laughs> yeah. I am. Um, I sent one of the colleagues and I, at the end of, of the email, I said Nikachu. And I was working from home that day and the next day. I think I sent you this photo. There's a you photo did. of my face <laughs> on top of, Nik- um, top of Pikachu's like, body. Oh, obviously, the, the, you're not busy enough on that production. You can uh, print off copy <laughs> oh. <laughs> pictures of Pokemon. We are so fucking busy on this job. It's been insane. You were just telling me how easy your life is at the moment. No, it's how, <laughs> how non-busy you are. Oh, my God. We did this last time. We're just going off on a tangent. I've got to do the intro, haven't I? I've got to say yeah. what's coming up in the show. <laughs> Go on. This is number 58. This is our Drinks in Films episode, and we're going to be talking about Wine Country and Shaun of the Dead. Um, spoiler alert, one of them is much better than the other one. Not saying anything else. I wonder which one. (laughs) (laughs) After that, we're going to pick our films and our topic for next week. And the final section is Stitch Up, where you got stitched up again for the third time in a row. And you had to watch Mon's Turd. Record for you, yeah. Yeah, I reckon we'll see if I get, I have to watch another film next week and then we'll be a tie. Yeah. If you've got, a, if you lose again this week, which we'll discuss after your monster review, mm. uh, it might be four in a row, um, but then it might be me watching Operation Christmas Drop. Who knows? The tension will just sizzle it. Before we get to the final section, we have the first bit. We discuss anything we want. So have you got much to talk about? How you been? I know you, you haven't been busy, you were saying, so... I just haven't had time to do anything really lately. So literally before I came online to do this podcast we uh went to get a manny and petty done and i was like this is the best thing <laughs> that i've got a done what? in so long manny, manicure manicure and pedicure manny and petty <laughs> yeah. sounds like a 1970s sitcom about two neighbors manny and petty maybe they fall manny. in love at the end of the show <laughs> we should make that we should yeah we should make <laughs> yeah. it give ourselves a job then can't we yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll work in your accounts department and we'll be... Has anyone ever been credited as director, writer, producer, plus accounts department? We should uh, create that credit. I'm sure people have done it, like people that make their own yeah. films and stuff, but yeah. they never they never highlight that, do they? They're never, they're never like writer, director, producer, production accountant. Like, oh, <laughs> that, be too fucking, they would be too busy to be a production accountant and then be on set at the same time. They've got to chase it themselves for their own receipts. <laughs> yeah, Email <exactly>. yourself. <laughs> Where's the oh, receipt oh. for that latte? <laughs> I fucking forgot to put the Bunnings receipt on. Oh, shit. <laughs> Bunnings. Is that an Australian place? That's it. It's like, um, oh, what's the, the hardware store that you guys have? Uh, B&Q. B&Q. Like, it looks exactly like the inside of B&Q is like what Bunnings is, but bigger. Hardware. Hardware, hardware, plants, by toilets, kitchens, whatever you name Tiles, it. Tiles, polyfiller, or polyfiller's yeah. brand. We shouldn't be saying that, really. Oh. Uh, generic white substance that fills holes. 
That doesn't sound right. <laughs> sounds very wrong. <laughs> let's let's move on. Yeah. Now we've dragged it down to the gutter. Um, <laughs> what about you? What have you been up to? Well, it was my other half's birthday at the weekend, so we just got out of lockdown Aww. in the UK, and we weren't able to see each other for a month. So, luckily, uh, lockdown finished two days before her birthday, so I managed to get down to see her, which was lovely. We didn't do a lot; Aww. we just sort of sat around drinking. Really, we we drank some margaritas. We made some margaritas, which was lovely. Nice. So I had a few of those, um, and then I've got a new hobby. I've Ooh. got a new hobby. So. Well, after a couple of margaritas, decided to go on Instagram and um, I don't know why, but I just looked up uh, fast food chains on, on Instagram. You know, you, I nearly said another brand then. Generic, <laughs> generic kind of spicy the chicken emporium. Oh. No, not the big M, not the golden arches. Chicken wings. Um, yeah, but I, I, mean, I guess I did look at all of those as well. But basically, mm. my new hobby is to find very obvious meat posts it <laughs> doesn't sound right either does it <laughs> um <laughs> so my aim was to find that's all right i thought i thought my family was gonna knock on my door for a sec but it's fine Continue. we need to get a couple i've been thinking about this we need to get some of those on air lights to put outside our doors yes I will, I, I will totally make some all right or if anyone's listening to this and they might happen to make lights that say on air uh send them in yeah send them into po box <laughs> yes please um oh what are we talking about my new hobby yeah so chicken wings <laughs> chicken wings i'm basically going on takeaway instagram pages and finding where they posted about meat so if they like post a whole chicken and my brilliant joke is to comment on a post of a whole chicken is there a vegan alternative um <laughs> <laughs> because uh, my other half, she's a vegan, and it turns oh. out that people have got really big issues with vegans. Now, I know that, like, it's a bit of a joke, and that, that joke, how do you know if someone's a vegan, they'll tell you. Like, it's a bit of a, <laughs> it's a, bit of a joke, but I didn't realise how hostile people are towards vegans. They're like, yeah. they're like, fuck off! You've got, you've got, you have to eat meat! You meat. have to! Yeah. How dare you be a vegan! It's crazy. Or it's just like, oh, what an inconvenience to cook for, like having to cook for a vegan. Like my household, we're pretty used to it now. My, I, except for my dad. My dad's a very big meat eater. He, he doesn't get excited when my brother and my sister-in-law come over to have dinner. But sometimes, <laughs> but sometimes because we, he hates you know, them. He hates them so much. No, I'm the, I'm the black sheep of the family. My brother is the golden child, so... Just saying, just putting that out there. Jamie's a vegan. Yeah. But yeah, but, but people are very hostile. And seeing some of these posts, it just it gave me the idea. It's like, oh, I want to attract some of these these people to, to, <laughs> to my comments and just say, you know, troll them a little bit, have a bit of fun with these morons. Um, but unfortunately, no one's bitten yet. So. Yeah. Good night. Sorry. Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Creaking door. Yeah. So yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> Dan said, "Bloody hell." Bloody hell with a British accent. <laughs> Dan said, "Bloody hell with a British accent." It's somebody. I'll pay for it. When's it due? 
tomorrow. Oh, I'll check it. It's fine. Tomorrow. All right. Good night. My registration is due, everyone. If anyone wants to pay for it, go I'm, on I'm, pod. <laughs> what, what's our what's pod. the ko- Kofi thing? It's Kofi <laughs> slash Twin Peaks Kofi. podcast. Yeah. yeah. To pay for your yeah. registration. Yeah, it's yeah, probably like seven hundred bucks or more. Is it? Yeah, it's fucking. If someone if someone uh, contributes seven hundred bucks, then it's not all going on your registration. I'm happy to split it with you fifty fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying for the whole thing. I want to get um, a new new headphone set up and stuff. Anyway, what are we talking about? Anyway. Just going all over the place. Something me- meandering. You try and talking about chicken like. Fucking, I'm done with my hobby. I'm done with it. What have you been? <laughs> it's not going anywhere. What have you like? Really? Have you been successful? Has anyone like like struck back at you no. about this comment? Uh, no one's boring. no one's bitten. No one's bitten yet. Um, unfortunately, I don't know if they can just tell that I'm fucking about. I guess maybe they can. Yeah. They're like, um, oh, another troll here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll keep it up anyway, and we'll see how it goes. So if it, if I do get any funny stories, then I'll mention them in future episodes, maybe. But uh, lovely. Apart from my new hobby and celebrating the day of birth of my partner, uh, I watched a few films. Watched nine films this week, so just over the one a day average, which I need. And yeah. I hit the three six six. I've done it. Hey. Early December or early to mid December, and I've I've done three hundred and sixty six, which is great, which was my aim for the year. Now I've got my eye on four hundred. Yeah, I was gonna just ask you that: Are you gonna aim for four hundred now? You could probably do it. Yeah, tentatively, just... I probably could, especially at Christmas. Hmm. Um, I I might hit it, but I'm not gonna go out of my way to because I was. Hmm. Relax, and I've got a load of other stuff to deal with at the moment as well. So, yeah, yeah, I've done nine. Uh, I've done nine this week. So I started with a film called A Futile and Stupid Gesture with uh, Will Forte, and that's about Douglas Kenny, who, who created National Lampoons. Oh yeah, it's on, it's on Netflix, and it, I, I looked at some of the reviews, and they were quite they were quite harsh, but I liked it. I thought it was a good film, and especially for a biopic, it was told in a slightly different way, and. I thought it was quite interesting and I, I enjoyed it after being sedated at the hospital, which is a whole nother thing. I, yeah. I that night I couldn't sleep. I got to sleep for a bit and then I woke up randomly at 3am and I couldn't get back to sleep. So I ended up watching Keanu, which is a film about a cat. I Not Keanu Reeves. Yeah. No. I mean, he is in it kind of. Ah, vo- he's yeah. in it as a voice. He plays a voice. Is he, does he play Keanu? Uh, yes, he hey. plays himself as a voice only. <laughs> um, yeah, so I watched that, and then I watched Godzilla King of the Monsters, which is not something I was in a hurry to see, it's not really my sort of thing. But every now and again, I, I get a bit of an urge to watch just something that's really like dumb, mm-hmm. and I just needed something dumb, like a popcorn switch your brain off type film. And do you know what? It weren't too bad, it was fucking ridiculous but it is a film about a giant monster and i preferred it to the first godzilla or the first one in 2014 because this is a sequel to that film what's a film called sightseers with alice lowe it was directed by ben wheatley it's a british dark comedy film and enjoyed that quite a lot king of stanton island uh, with pete comedian 
can't remember his surname now. Sarah's going to go Garrity at me when she hears this. <laughs> Davidson, <laughs> Pete Davidson. <Okay. laughs> That's it. That's it. Rescued. I can cut that out and uh, no one will be <laughs> on the wires. So. <laughs> really good. Have you seen that? No. I don't even know who Pete, whatever his last name is. <laughs> is, he, is, uh, he, is he a British comedian? He's American. It's quite long. It's just two hours, 12 minutes, two hours, 15, something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's quite a good comedy drama. I enjoyed watching that and might be something that you, you would enjoy. The last film I watched before the podcast films was a film called St. Vincent with Bill Murray. And again, that... Oh, I, yeah. It, I, that's a good movie. I do it's like good, that. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, really good. I actually ordered it on Blu-ray, which should be arriving in the next couple of days because I really, no. I thought it was a really good film. Very heartwarming. Warming warming yeah and then that's it that's all the films that i've watched what about you have you have you watched anything if you had time in between chasing receipts uh, <laughs> i watched a total of two four six technically i watched seven films and then i watched um the crown season four while i was doing work over the weekend i just had it sitting in the background because i needed some noise while I was doing work, and that wasn't too bad. Okay. I haven't seen uh, seasons one or three yet. I just wanted to see what this season was like, and then I'll go back. So that will be like a next year thing, the whole Lady Di situation. This is the part when, you know, Charles and Di get together, and then, you know, Camilla's on the side. Bit of a shit situation. Drama. Drama. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Charles and I've got them on a cup. Oh, lovely. Like every British family would. <laughs> yeah, that could be more stereotypical, could it? <laughs> Bit of royalty china in my, in my pantry. Monarchy crockery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, it's not my cup. I just would like to say that I don't collect queen things because they're all oh, lizards. Yeah. Remember, they're all lizards. David Icke says they're all lizards. <laughs> Yeah, I watched The Crown season four. I watched Whiskey Fist, the short film. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Was it about fisting? Oh, kind of. Ooh. So this guy uh, is at some, I don't know if it was a dating app. or it was, some, it was some app that he, you know, was working on and he was getting a promotion and he's like, oh, yeah, awesome. And the big boss is like, yeah, um, let's go out for drinks tonight. I know some, like, easy women that you can get with he's like yeah cool sick and then next minute you know he's wasted and with this chick and she puts a whiskey bottle up his behind next minute is pregnant and then is getting disadvantaged and about you know having to take time off to sort things out watch it it's on youtube maybe i'll send you the link and you can fists Fist. i'm just google image searching it <laughs> uh, whiskey fist so i'll just write yeah. whiskey fit oh just just bottles of booze which is fine <laughs> um no unsavory pictures unfortunately i'll look at that afterwards yeah and then he he gets a lovely bond at the end with, with his mum <laughs> Because she also loves stuff. having things put in her anus, and they bonded yeah. over that. Oh, what a sweet, what a sweet tale! <laughs> a classic tale. Classic tale. Um, I watched Home Alone. Which one? Numero Uno. Classic. Yeah, the only one. 
between boxing sessions, uh, Liar Liar was on. So it's like before I went to boxing, it just started. And when I came home, it was just finishing. I didn't put it on my list because technically I didn't watch it from start to finish. I watched An Irrational Man with Joaquin Phoenix and uh, Emma. Oh my God. Stone, Bunton. Stone. Thomas. Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Have you heard of this? I haven't actually. I've just written it down. Woody Al- Willie Allen's directed it. Oh, I'm, now I'm crossing it out. <laughs> no, it was actually, it wasn't too bad. It's kind of like, have you seen much of Woody Allen's like comedy? It's not my sort of thing. Um, mm. I've, I have seen one, which was okay. It was called Midnight in Paris. Oh, yeah. Um, which was all That's right. That's good. But... Yeah. I like the ending to this film, but I, okay. if you do watch it, then... I won't watch it. I'm not going to tell you anyway. <laughs> All right. I watched a couple of romances because I needed to take it easy this week. So I watched The Vow. And then the other th- movie I watched this morning at 3 a.m. was Age of Adeline. Oh. And then I watched The Queen's Gambit limited series. That's really good. Highly and your Taylor Joy plays chess. Yeah. She's yeah. awesome. She is good. I've heard, I've heard yeah. I've not seen it, but I've heard that it's a quite a good show. That is all that I've watched this week. So what's your running total at the moment? My running total, I think it was 347. Let me confirm that. Do, do, do. My running do, total do, 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 yep. is 348. Oh, 348. Oh, it's very so, easy to turn a seven into an eight. Did you know that? Yeah. yeah. There we is go. That? There you go. Yeah. Awesome. Anyway. Oh, we're well, getting there, mate. You're only uh, 18 away from hitting your target. Yeah. So hopefully, like, I get a cu- I get a couple of weeks. I'll get like a, at least like nine or ten days off. Yeah. During Christmas time, so I reckon I'll smash a few films between that period. It's doable. Last time we spoke about Tenet, or you tried to talk about Tenet a little bit, and I very rudely just, you know. Did you watch it? Did you watch it? Did you watch it? Did I watch it? No, I didn't. Oh. Um, but I did order it on Blu-ray. Because uh, a little treat for myself, a little pre-Christmas Christmas present. I decided to pre-order it because, you know, I'll only end up renting it, so I might as well buy it. I can't wait to watch that. And next week that's coming. Hopefully it should be, should be with me next week. So maybe by the t- next time we record, I might be able to talk about it. Sweet. Yeah. Should I Should I watch it backwards? Should I start with the last scene and then finish with the first scene? No, watch it. Oh, I mean, there's a bit of backwards and forwards going on, so you just I've never that, know. Yeah. Shall I stand on my head and uh, watch it? I would definitely recommend that. All right. That's it, isn't it? Have we got anything else to cover in this first bit, or are we all done now? I think we're all done. Okay, let's move on to section two then, which is the main section of the show. Our theme this week is drinks and films. We're going to be talking about Wine Country and Shaun of the Dead. But as you chose this topic, it's your turn to do another intro. And not no pressure, no pressure, but last week's, I think, was the best intro that we've had so far. So... Not not much to live up to. Uh, we did riddles last time, didn't we? Or you did some riddles for me and I had to solve them. What, what are we doing this week as a, an intro to drinks in films? <laughs> I'm going to tell you ingredients to cocktails and you have to figure out what cocktail it is. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. Let's put a bit of Caribbean music on. 
Love it. It's like Weekend at Bernie's 2 again. <laughs> I'll put that in the background. And this, I'm using this as a shaker. What is it? Asthma pump. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say what it is. I don't know what it's. <laughs> uh, leave it to the surprise. Yeah, leave it to the imagination. I can see what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't used it in a very long time. But I, <laughs> I thought you used it a bit tense. Hey, um, I was originally going to get rice in a bottle and make it as a shaker, but then I got up here. I got up to my room and I was like, "Oh fuck, I don't have time to do this." So, what can I use as a shaker? Whatever is in my side drawer. So, <laughs> yeah. What do you keep in your side drawer? Let's. <laughs> uh, all right. So, where's the music gone? I can't hear it. Oh. Uh, That's better. Rug, it sounds like Rugrats. It does actually. Thanks, YouTube. Some it's called. This song's like coral reef. It's some beautiful tropical music and Caribbean music, Hawaiian music, and island paradise. Look it up on YouTube, guys. It goes for. An hour and nine minutes. If you <laughs> Fuck off. An hour and nine minutes of that. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So the first, the first cocktail. Yes. It has white rum. Yep. Coconut cream and pineapple juice. Let's, let's have a bit of thinking music, shall we? What do you think, Dan? I think I want to keep listening to that music. Um... <laughs> White rum, coconut milk, did you say? Coconut cream. Coconut cream? Oh, yeah. Well, and, I, and pineapple juice. I do believe that is uh, pina colada. Correct. Very good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I'll fast forward to another one. Let's see. What does this sound like? Oh. Yeah. All right. Next one is oh, Ryle. Yeah. Oh, oh. We're doing cocktails. We're... You're frozen. You're frozen. You've gone. Oh, have I? Oh, shit. You dropped out. Can you hear me? Oh, no. Uh, yes. Oh, yep. It says internet unstable. Fuck me. Yes, yeah, because you're in Australia. That's why. Yeah, living the bloody outback. You live in right. Melbourne? Yes, I do. In the countryside, <laughs> though. Um, all right. <laughs> next, next cocktail. It has rye or bourbon, sugar cubes, ascaratura bitters, or just say bitters, thick yeah. cube of ice, and an orange twist. What cocktail do you think that is? Oh, okay. So bourbon... Oh, it's not. Um, I do know this. I can't remember the name of it. Classic. Yeah. I don't, don't feel like I've ever had this before, to be fair. Oh, I can't remember. It's not a whiskey sour, is it? No. No. I can't remember. The name has escaped me, mate. What's it called? It's an old fashioned. That's it. Old fashioned. <laughs> oh. Bloody hell. You should get Bloody the next one. Right, ready? 
Let's, uh, yeah. let's get some new tunes. Let's get some new tunes. Oh, oh, there we go. I can actually select the tune. That... Let's choose Palm Spring Beach, shall we? Yeah, that sounds all right. Oh, no, it's going to a commercial. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> what's the commercial? YouTube. What's the advertising? What have you oh, been looking Coca-Cola. at? Coca-Cola. <laughs> Look, looks like a Dove commercial. I'll skip that. Anyway. Oh. Advertising birds. All right. The next one. Mince leaves. Yeah. White sugar, ice, white rum, and club soda. Oh, well, that is obviously a uh, mojito. <laughs> a mojito? It's a mojito, isn't it? A mojito. No, it's not that. Bloody, it's a mojito. A bloody poms don't know how to say cocktail names. No, yes, we no. don't. I'll, I'll, give you, do, I'll give you the... Uh, yeah, go that's on. my favourite cocktail, a mojito. Yeah, I do like a mojito when I go out, out for a drink. Yeah, me too. Sometimes you can get two for one at the bar, so you're just walking around with two mojitos. It's great. <laughs> that's what that's I did a fair few times late last year, didn't I? Then yeah. I got pretty tipsy you do that, one of the last. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, two for one cocktails? Fuck yeah, yeah. I'm going to get on to this. <laughs> last order's quick, oh, so get like... a tray. The amount of times I've <laughs> said to the bar person, "Get a tra- have you got a tray? Right. Exot- What's next? Exotic Isles. Let's listen to this. They all sound the same, don't they? Pretty much. Pretty much. Oh, I forgot my bloody shaker thing. <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> Sounds terrible. Yeah. Unnamed shaker. Unnamed shaker. <laughs> uh, the next one is vodka, contria, cranberry juice, fresh sour mix. Fresh sour mix? I clearly have written that incorrectly. Anyway. Lemon twist for garnish. And a lemon twist for garnish. Vodka, Quantro, and cranberry cranberry juice. Yeah. This is fresh um, sour mix. I don't know if that's me saying that wrong. And then with a, fr- a lemon twist for garnish. I think this is my favourite tune, actually. Yeah, I feel like I'm great... in Ibiza with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too. Watching the sunset, sunrise probably more likely. Sunrise, sunrise, yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know the name of this one. I'm just going to say vodka and cranberry juice, but it's probably no. got a very pretentious name. It's a Cosmo, Cosmopolitan. Is it a Cosmo? It's a Cosmo. Ooh, I should have known that one, really. Okay. Cosmo. Um, I like a Cosmo. I don't mind. Oh, I don't think I've ever had a Cosmo. I've definitely had this one. I don't know if okay. you guys have this in the UK, but let's give it a go. Uh, so the next one is vodka, gin, rum, tequila, triple sec, fresh lemon juice, and cola. We do have that over here, and I believe they call it a stinking hangover. <laughs> Fucking how much alcohol was in that? I need to, I'm going to write this down because I'm going to make one. What was it? Vodka, <laughs> gin, <laughs> rum, tequila. They're so good. They're very strong. Um, triple, it just says triple sec. I don't know what triple yeah. sec is. Fresh lemon juice and cola. 
I don't remember seeing this in the oh, UK. Isn't this a Long Island iced tea? This is correct. Yeah, we do have these because this is this oh. one that's on a not all cocktails are on the two for one menu, but this one at my local yeah. cocktail bar as is on the two for one menu. My Yay. friend and I always get these. Brilliant. Yeah, they're good. They are good. They're fucking strong. <laughs> that's why. That's why we get them. <laughs> yeah. Well, which one has the most booze in it? <laughs> what is going to get me wasted very quickly? All right, and last 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 cocktail. Where's my music on? Oh, I think this tune's finished. Did it, did it, did it, did it. Oh, there we go. Oh, a bit of Island of Jamaica here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, doing cocktails. You got your shaker. We're not giving it a name. I've lost a beat. Anyway, next, uh, <laughs> last cocktail. Uh, Kachawa, oh my god, Kachaw, oh god, why did I choose this cocktail? I think it's, <laughs> Dan's going to leave this all in, isn't he? Yes, that's what <laughs> she said. Kachawa, I think it's, I think that's right, Kachawa, lime and sugar. I don't know if you, you might know this cocktail. Um... Kakachawa or Kakachawa, yeah. lime and what? Sugar and sugar. And sugar. It's a very sweet yeah. one then. Sweet mm. and sour. It's a Kakachawa sour. It's a Caprinha. Caprinha. It's like I think you. I had these in um in Brazil. I remember going to a street party. Had four of these. And I was high on sugar that I didn't fall asleep until like eight, eight o'clock the following night. I went paragliding that, that same day, hadn't slept for, for over like 24, 48 hours. Well, that's not very sensible, is it? <laughs> no. Did they not breathalyze you before you went on? No. <laughs> and that is the end of my little intro for drinks. Oh no, does that mean we can't listen to the music anymore? We can, shall I just leave it in the background as we review these two films? <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you what, it might be more interesting than the Wine Country review, just saying. <laughs> um, Agreed. <laughs> shall we start off with Wine Country? Shall we get that so. out of the way? Yeah. Wine Country came out in 2019. This was your pick, not saying anything, mm-hmm. but it was your choice. Um, <laughs> to be fair, I didn't think you were going to choose it out of the three films, but anyway, continue. I thought it was going to be better. I was mm. I was quite disappointed because I was sort of looking forward to a bit of a laugh. But uh, before before we get into it, so it came yeah. out in 2019. I think it was a straight to Netflix release because I couldn't find a budget or box office for it. And I know okay. they're very secretive about all of the money stuff. It was directed by Amy Poehler. She written it as well, so she's 100% responsible for this. Uh, <laughs> the tag the, the tagline is "Friendship is a trip." Yeah, a group of a group of friends head to the land of Oki, Chardonnays and Big. Bold Cabernet Sauvignons for one member of the squad's 50th birthday. So they go to a place, they drink because someone's 50. And that yeah. is the entire plot of the film. Yeah. They, they all um, met by working at some pizza joint. Yeah. And uh, Amy Poehler's character organises this wine, uh, wine trip for her mate's 50th because she's lost her job and she has no other better things to do. 
they all have they all have their issues throughout the film. One yeah. thinks that she's a bit ill. The other one's a workaholic. The other one's just turning fifty and doesn't give a shit about it. Or does she? Or maybe she does. Yeah. Maybe she does. That's the twist, isn't it? I'm just giving away one, the whole film. One is single and wants to get with some artist who she meets during the film. Yeah. That's it. Anyway, so I'm going to rate this film. Um, <laughs> I, I, no, I'll be honest. I've not got an awful lot to say. I made a couple of notes, um, but it wasn't yeah. really something that I could, there wasn't an awful lot to observe about it. They went, no. I think we've just covered the basic setup of the plot and they go to this house and it was like a t- sort of Airbnb type thing, I guess. And mm. they're shown around by uh, Tina, Tina Faith. Yeah. Who I thought was the best character in this. Um, I wasn't even she's close. I thought, she, I thought she was good. Yeah, she's, she's good in everything. But I thought she was, she was good in this. She was the standout for me. Because I just, I thought all of the other characters were, and maybe it was the, the dialogue. I'm sure it was, was the dialogue, but it just was a bit, a bit of a nothing. And the characters yeah. were a bit sort of cardboard cut out. Um, Naomi, outside of Tina Fey, Naomi was my uh, favourite character. I was which, one, she had, which one was Naomi? Naomi was the one that was worried about being ill. Oh, and yeah. she, there was the one time I actually laughed in this film is when she fell off the piano. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was the funniest There's, part in this film for me. I thought, um, oh, you know, they're like, what type of wine is this? Just white wine. And they're just like drinking. That's like, well, every person who doesn't know anything about wine, they just they're like, oh, this is white. This is red. Let's just yeah. skull some drinks. I the, One of the funny bits for me was right at the end when the, oh, I forgot what the chef guy's name, that he came with the house. Oh and yeah, he, uh, he got he he got he got with supposedly he only got with uh, Amy Poehler's character, but apparently got with a, a few other girls. And he's like, "Oh, he does really come with the house." That end comment, I actually kind of laughed yes. at that. <laughs> yes, that was probably the best written joke in the film. Yeah, um, I had um, I've decided with comedies, I'm going to give it a new. I've got a new way of measuring them. So I've got a snigger smile and LOL test. So oh, I yeah. sniggered twice and I just went <sighs> like that. I smiled <laughs> twice and I laughed out loud once, which I've already spoken about, which is when Naomi fell off of the piano. Yeah. Um, I smiled when one of the characters says, uh, when holding up a dildo, make less deals and more squeals. I thought that was quite funny. And that was as entertaining as I found it. Uh, yeah, it comes with the house. That was that was all right. There was randomly a tarot reading in it, which I didn't really get. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot about that. I thought that that was sort of coming in to push the plot along, but I, she just sort of said, you all need to talk about something. It was quite dull, I thought. Um, I couldn't really recommend this to anyone, not even someone that might be a fan of any of these these actors or, or Amy Poehler. Yeah, Saturday Night Live, they're originally from. Okay. Because this is inspired by um, Rachel Drake, who was the birthday girl. It was yeah. based on her. They actually went for her 50th, went to a wine country. They didn't go Napa Valley, but they uh, celebrated her 50th at a winery. 
and you know got a house and stuff so it was kind of inspired by her birthday I don't know if similar shenanigans happened I don't know and then also with Tina Fey because she's also part of the Saturday Night Live crew um she was a bit busy doing other things so that's why she only had the small role as being being the owner of the house rather than being part of the team oh that's a shame I'd like to have seen more of that character Mm. I hope that the actual trip was more fun than this actual film was because it wasn't that much fun to watch it. It dragged for me, this, and it wasn't even that long. It was like hour 35 minutes or something. Yeah, just this was a nothing film for me. I'm never going to watch this again. Like I said, I can't really recommend it to anyone. It's not the worst film I've ever seen, but it's a bit safe. There's no plot. It meanders. I feel like it's something like my mum or my sister-in-law would watch because it's just like something easy. Well, make them watch it. Uh, this wouldn't have been out of place on a stitch-up for me because I haven't got that much else to say about it. I don't know if you have. No. I've, and I don't want to keep on bagging on it, saying I fucking hated it. It was crap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't hate it because there were some people in there that I enjoyed. Not I enjoyed the Naomi character. I enjoyed the Tina Fey character. I liked some of the music in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a four out of 10. Um, never watch Fine. it again. No, no. I'll go out of <laughs> my way to not watch it again. I honestly thought you weren't going to choose this film. I was like, yeah, he's definitely going to choose like whiskey galore. And then you knocked it out. I was like, oh, dad is definitely going to hate this film. And I, I like, it wasn't a film. I just put it on there because it was like on Netflix and, you know, it's a, it's a drink. It's about drinking. Yeah, it's certainly fitted in with the film. Yeah. The film is certainly fitted in with the, the theme. theme. <laughs> yeah, but uh, crap. Okay, so <laughs> shall we move on to Shaun of the Dead? Did you score it? I didn't. I give, I'll didn't. give it a five. A five. And now we can move on. <laughs> now, all right, now we can move on. Now we've, we've got that out of the way. Alrighty, let's move on to Shaun of the Dead then. And this was my choice. Came out in 2004, 99 minutes long, and it was directed by Edgar Wright and written, also written by Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg. The tagline is a romantic comedy with zombies. And the synopsis reads, Sean lives a supremely uneventful life, which revolves around his girlfriend, his mother, and above all, his local pub. This gentle routine is threatened when the dead return to life and make strenuous attempts to snack on ordinary Londoners. So, cast... Simon Pegg as Sean, Kate Ashfield as Liz, Lucy Davis as Diane, Nick Frost as Ed, Dylan Moran as David, Bill Nye as Philip, Penelope Wilton as Barbara, and Jessica Hines has a small cameo in it as well. And Jessica Hines was in Spaced with Simon Pegg, which I don't know if you've ever seen Spaced, but it's a, a British comedy sort of sitcom that was late 90s, I think, early 2000s. Yeah. And that's how this film was developed because there's a short scene in one of the episodes where they there's a zombie apocalypse. And I think it's a dream sequence, if I remember correctly. But um, mm-hmm. they had the idea of making this film off the back of that. This was a first time watch for you, wasn't it? Yeah. You've seen Hot Fuzz. Yeah, and that was also a first time watch this year, which Ooh. is like um, how they shot it was very similar to Hot Fuzz. Like... Um, yeah, with the quick cuts and uh, the touring up sequences, which Edgar yeah. Wright openly states that he's ripping off Evil Dead and those sorts of films where they're touring mm. up. Yeah. There's a lot of movie references in this. There are so many. I've got a list of, of movie references. I've, I've got a budget and box office on this one. So the budget was $6.1 million. It was shot in Elian Studios and some location shoots as well. Box office was $30 million. But to be honest, I thought it would be more than that. 
the box office because I remember this being quite a big deal when it came out. And when I first saw the trailer for it, I was angry. I was livid because Dawn of the Dead what? is one of my favourite... Um, it's in my top 10. I love Dawn of the Dead. And I was worried this was going to be a spoof. So when I watched it, I was very, very pleasantly surprised because it's not a spoof. It's just an all-out comedy that happens to be set during a zombie apocalypse. And, I, you know, I love this film. It's, it's one of my favourite... It'd be in my top 10, Brit, top 10 comedies, British, I would say. Yeah. It'd be, it might be my favourite British film. I can't think of another British film off the top of my head that I prefer to this. Um, 24-hour party people. It's all right, but it's not in my top top British films. Sean is a bit of a waster, really. He lives with his flatmate still. He's a bit of a child. He's not really grown up. And the zombie apocalypse happens. Works at a convenience store. Yeah, he works at a fridge shop. And did you notice Noel, character Noel that's in this? That was Rafe Spall that was in The Ritual. He was the lead in The Ritual. Yes. He looks completely different. And I didn't know at the time... Well, he wasn't he wasn't popular at the time anyway. I think he was like twenty one mm-hmm. or something when he was in this. So yeah, uh, he wasn't known then. But um, yeah, later on, it's, I think I only found out like a couple of years ago that it was actually Ray Small. He does look completely different. So Liz breaks up with with Sean because he's a bit of a waster. Um, and then this zombie apocalypse happens, and Sean decides to take control of the situation and try and rescue his mum and his his other half. There's some really great performances in this. I really enjoy Bill Nye's character as uh, Sean's stepdad. Mm. Uh, oh, you haven't phoned the doctor, have you? It's just a load of overblown nonsense. I thought he was great. Um, I love British comedies in general. Do you? In general? Yeah. Out of all, I think out of international comedies, I'm, I'm quite fond of British, British humour. Maybe it's just yeah. an Australian thing that we just love British humour. No, I, I, I really like British humour too. I do think it's some of, some of the strongest comedians mm. and, and comedy films do come from England. I don't, I don't know why. Maybe just because we're all a bit cynical and a bit sarcastic. Maybe what that's yeah. why. But this is not cynical or sarcastic. Actually, it's quite a sweet film in the end. And it's just a silly comedy with loads of jokes in. Everything is a joke, like even subtle things like written in the background or movie references. Um, some of the references I've written down, actually, I listened to the commentary. I've listened to it before, but I, I listened to it again for the podcast. So the obvious one is the original George Romero zombie trilogy, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, the pizza shop where they get pizza from is called Bub's Pizza. And that's the name of mm. a zombie from Day of the Dead. Dawn go. of the Dead, obviously, from the name, Shaun of the Dead, and Night of the Living Dead, because Ed says... We're coming to get you, Barbara. And that's, uh, <laughs> that's almost a direct lift of dialogue from Night of the Living Dead. Actually, after Simon Pegg had screened this for George Romero, uh, he spoke to him on the phone and, and he said, did you notice the Night of the Living Dead reference? And George Romero was like, no, <laughs> he didn't even notice it, which was funny. Other influences, Evil Dead, which we mentioned, and Army of Darkness, Invasion of the Body, Body Snatchers, the 70s one, and a, couple, a nod to Lucio Fulci and John Carpenter. That's all the references I've written down. I didn't notice any other ones. This is a very popular film, so a lot of people have covered this in great detail, and we're not one for detailed reviews. We just like to have a little, a little chat about what um, we thought about them. Yeah, yeah exactly. And for me this is in many ways the direct opposite to wine country because well what in wine country i was saying this is crap i didn't like this 
this is just going to be me going how much I love Sean the Dead. It's the, I think it's I think I prefer it to Hot Fuzz. I do like Hot Fuzz a lot, but I think yeah. this is my favourite one out of the three. What's the third one? Uh, the World's End. Okay, I haven't seen that. Maybe I'll watch that so I've watched the full trilogy. Yeah, the Cornetto trilogy, it's called. Ah, there you go. Yeah, it's definitely the weakest one, The World's End. It's still all right. It's all right. It's it's nowhere near as good as the other two. I've watched this film so many times, and there there are things that happen in this film that I still do to this day. When I'm on the phone and I'm sort of when you're saying your goodbyes, I always go, "Oh, bye, bye, bye." Always do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, want anything from a shop, Cornetto? I still I use that all the time. In fact, I think I used it just last weekend with Sarah. <laughs> How are you doing? Surviving. That's something I still use. When you're in a pub and a song comes on, I always say it's on random. Whenever Don't Stop Me Now comes on and I'm out in a pub, I always do the, I pretend that I'm hitting a zombie with a blunt object. Because of Shaun of the Dead? Because of Shaun of the Dead, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> so I, I didn't realise actually until this time how much of it actually has made its way into my everyday right, life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But it's, it's, it's such a good film. It's endlessly rewatchable to me. Did you enjoy this? Did you like it as much as Hot Fuzz? What was, what was your I I would overall... agree with you. I, out of this and Hot Fuzz, I definitely enjoyed this a lot more. It was just a lot of fun. A, a fun zombie film. And they just took the piss out of it. They, their aim is to get to the Winchester because they think it's safe. But, you know, shit happens on the way and all these mm. zombies... And then just like even them trying to kill zombies and yeah, it was just a lot of fun. Was it, what did I have to watch earlier this year? Was it Re- Return Was it Return of the Living Dead? Yeah, Return of the Living Dead 4, I think you had to watch, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. And I watched Necropolis. 1, 2 and 3 as well. And like the zombies in that, they're quite fast moving and they just like pounce on you and fucking eat the shit out of you. Where these zombies were quite slow and... um. I read that an interviewer asked why they chose the slow moving zombies instead of running zombies. And Simon Pegg was simply, he just replied saying that, you know, because dead death is not an energy drink. Yeah. No, it was good. I, um, I only got to know about Simon Pegg when he did run fat boy run. That's the first time I ever saw him. Yeah. And since then there's like so many of these films that I, Need to see. He's done quite a few, yeah. Do you want a Do you want a random fact? Uh, you might have yeah. seen this on IMDb, but uh, Nick Frost shaved his balls for this. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he shaved his balls. Um, well, only during the production <laughs> to create a genuine need to to scratch his uh, downstairs area because his character is a bit of a slob in the head. Bit of oh, a slob. Yeah. He's a bit of a bit of a twat. But yeah, so that I didn't actually notice him scratching his balls in it, but I guess that he does that quite a lot, which would be in keeping with the character. So you had fun with it then? I did. I just love, you know, they get to Winchester pub and, you know, all, his phone just rings and he's trying to sell, like, was he selling drugs? Is selling that what drugs. Yeah. Selling drugs. It, it was the weed. Hi, hi, mate. No, I don't have anything right now. And everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? There's all of these zombies about to fucking pounce on us. Yeah. Such a fucking idiot. It's quite silly. They sort of label it as a romantic comedy with zombies. It's sort of, it's sort of, the romance is a part of it, I would say, but it's more about the friendship between Ed and 
uh, Sean, I would say, more yeah. than anything. Uh, particularly the end scene where he's still got uh, Nick Frost in a shed. As a zombie. As a zombie, and they're playing computer games. I love it, mate. I, I, I could rewatch this. I haven't seen it for about three years, actually. So it was nice to revisit it. And, and also, mm-hmm. in the current climate with, uh, you know, the pandemic and stuff going on, there was a few lines of dialogue that actually made me think, oh, that was actually quite relevant now. Like a certain generation of people saying this is overblown nonsense, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people not taking this whole thing that's going on right now that seriously. And yeah. uh, it did make me smile a little bit which is depressing in a way, but it was still fun watch. I loved it, mate. I, I, I fucking love watching this film and I'm going to give it a 9.5 out of 10. I, I recommend wow. this to anyone. It's one of those films that even casual viewers, I think, know this film and probably own it. I bet this is sitting on a lot of uh, older generations DVD shelves and quite rightly so, because I think it's one of those films that casual viewers can enjoy and also f- proper film nerds are going to get a lot out of it from all of the movie references, which we mentioned. Mm. And yeah, I think it's great. And Edgar Wright is such a, a talented filmmaker. And this was, I think this was his first film. So it was a good wow. intro. Well, it was his first feature length studio production. He'd done a, like, I think a student film before that. Great. I love it, mate. What, what's your score? Uh, I'm going to give this an 8.5. 8.5. So 3.5 more than one country. Yeah. Have you, just out of curiosity, have you got any 10 out of 10 films? In general, I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like, is there such thing as a 10 out of 10 film? I feel like everyone criticises, there's got to be like something that's just a little bit not great. I get that argument, but also why, why put the rating up to 10 then? So nothing, if nothing can ever get 10, what's the point in having even 10? you can never be zero. You can't give it zero. You have to either give it oh, a you point can. five. You can give it zero. <laughs> you can give it a negative. Are... Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Shall we, uh, shall we move on then to the next part where we're going to pick our films for the next episode? Yes. And uh, you've done two episodes on the bounce now of choosing a theme. So it's back to me, finally. And as yes. it was my mother's birthday recently, and she happens to very much enjoy the films of Mr. Tom Hanks. Oh, Mr. Hanksy. Mr. Hanksy. Um, I thought that I would choose Tom Hanks as a topic and we'll do an actor one. It's been a while since we've done an actor one. Yeah. So was Tilda, Tilda was one. our last one. I think Tilda was our last one, mate. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, toying with the idea of doing Jake Gyllenhaal a few weeks ago, but we, we put that on the back burner and we're going to get to that another time. But uh, yeah. for now, we're going to go with Mr. Tom Hanks. Mr. Hanks. I've got three picks. You've got three picks. We're going to knock four out of each other's list to come up with a final two. Yeah, so as I chose the topic, I'm going to go first. Are you ready for my three? Yes, I've got a pen and paper ready to go. All right, show off. <laughs> my first pick is a film what is called Big. Oh, yes, classic. My second pick is a film I've never seen before, but it's uh, popped up on Now TV, so I'm going to choose it. It's called A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood. Oh, I've had that on my list. Well, okay. get rid of it. All right. Okay, done. I thought you wouldn't choose that, to be fair. I wanted to choose. Go. I wanted one in my list that I hadn't seen. My last pick, number three, is Turner and Hooch, because I love Turner and Hooch. So they're my three, mate. What, what have you got? All right. Okay. 
Number one is Philadelphia. Okay. Number two is the terminal. Viktor Novorsky. Oh, what am I going to choose for number three? Do I go something old or something new? All right, let's go classic. Toy Story. Yes. Toy Story for number three. I nearly chose that. It was either that or the circle. The circle. I'm glad you didn't choose the circle. Oh, good. I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's not very good. So. I don't think Tom Hanks is in it as much as okay. Emma Watson is, maybe. Alrighty then. So we've got a nice mixture there, I think, actually. So to recap then, on my list, I've got Big, A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood and Turner and Hooch. You have chosen Philadelphia, The Terminal and Toy Story. Um, knocking out time, I guess. Turner and Hooch. You're getting rid of Turner and Hooch. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Sorry. I will get to watch it one day. You will. Do you know what? It's coming up to Christmas. It's a nice, wholesome little film. I think I might watch this after the podcast anyway. Alrighty, Turner Hooch is gone. Out of your list, Philadelphia, The Terminal and Toy Story. I haven't seen Philadelphia in ages. And it's mm-hmm. a really good film. And it's actually a film that, without getting too depressing, it's a film that actually holds quite a lot of meaning for me. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep that for now. And... I love The Terminal. I think it's a criminally underrated film. I really enjoy it. But I saw it about a year ago. So I'm going to knock out The Terminal. That was a hard decision because I do like that. Okay, so to recap then, what we've got left in our list is Big and a Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood in mine and Philadelphia and Toy Story in yours. Shall I start with Big? Go on. Go big or go home. Alrighty. So big came out in 1988. It was directed by Penny Marshall. It's 104 minutes long. The tagline is, have you ever had a really big secret? And the synopsis reads, when a young boy makes a wish at a carnival machine to be big, he wakes up the following morning to find it has been granted and his body has grown older overnight. But he is still the same 13-year-old boy inside. Now he must learn how to cope with the unfamiliar world of grown-ups, including getting a job and having the first romantic encounter with a woman, what is obviously too old for him, and it's a bit weird in the mm. end. It's a bit <laughs> inappropriate now, and you're watching and you're like, ooh. ooh. As a boy, it was the greatest thing in the world. Um, <laughs> I, after watching this film as a kid, I always wanted a trampoline in my living room, and I still haven't done it. What about a giant keyboard? Yes. I mean... Yes. Every time I see a piano, it's always that song. Do, 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 do. Immediately, I just get on it and I play that tune. Um, <laughs> but if I ever see a floor piano, I'm on it. I'm going to be on it like a car bonnet. Apparently, there was a place in London that had one. Um, oh, really? Might have been Hamleys. I might be making that up. If someone knows, let me know. But uh, yeah. I'm sure somewhere had it. Uh, I need to get there maybe after the pandemic in 10,000 years when that's finished yeah so big and my next pick was a beautiful day in a neighborhood and as I said before I've not seen this and it's a new film came out last year 2019 it's on now tv at the moment and it was directed by Mario Heller the tagline reads neighbor icon friend and it's kind of based on a true story this I think synopsis reads an award-winning cynical journalist Lloyd Vogel begrudgingly accepts an assignment to write an Esquire profile piece on a beloved television icon Fred Rogers after his encounter with Rogers Vogel's perspective on life is transformed yeah as I said not seen this 
don't know that much about it. I just wanted to pick something that I hadn't seen. Uh, so there you go. A beautiful day in the neighborhood. What can you tell me about Philadelphia? Uh, directed by Jonathan Demi. Uh, it came out in 1993, 126 minutes long. Tagline is no one would take on his case until one man was willing to take on the system. And the synopsis is two competing lawyers join forces to sue a prodigious law firm for AIDS discrimination. I haven't seen this film in a very long time. And I remember no. when I first watched it, I got, it was quite emotional. Yes. At the end of it. Is it a true story? Do you know what? I don't know. I don't know mm. if it is a true story or not. I think it might be at least based on true events. I have not seen it since the 90s, probably. It's something that we owned on VHS. And, yeah, it's been a long time. I, I purposely have not quite bank, gone back to revisit it because it's one of those that... Uh, it's, it's very it's very personal to me. Um, but maybe we'll get into it. I don't know. All right, so yeah. Philadelphia. And on the other end of the scale, we've got Toy Story. Toy Story, uh, Toy Story 1 I've chosen, came out in 1995, directed by John Lasseter. The synopsis is, led by Woody, Andy's toys live happily in his room until Andy's birthday brings Buzz Lightyear onto the scene. Afraid of losing his place in Andy's heart, Woody pots against Buzz. But when circumstances separate Buzz and Woody from their owner, the duo eventually learn to put aside their differences and that's toy story this is one of my favorite childhood films when i was and and probably still is to be fair i love toy story i i watched toy story 4 for the first time this year and i didn't mind it i think all four of them are quite good i'd agree with that i own the first three on blu-ray i saw the first one at the pictures i remember it quite clearly um a lot of fun I enjoyed it. I was 12 or 13, I think, when I saw it. And I enjoyed it. I remember the computer game coming out, actually, which was great as well. And yeah. like you say, there's not a, a bad one in the franchise. Four is might be my least favourite, but it's still a good film. It's still and good, it's a lot yeah. of fun. There's a lot of jokes in it. And it's endlessly quotable as well. There's a snake in my boots. My sister, who's 13 years my junior, um, she had Toy Story toys and she had a little woody where you could pull the cord and it would say there's a snake in my boots uh, and other things about water in holes um buzz Lightyear, to infinity and beyond it's a classic i'm torn between yours i'm torn between philadelphia as i said a couple of times before it's uh it's an important film for me for a lot of reasons and Toy Story also is an important film for me, but for completely different reasons, because it's funny and I have a lot of fun with it. Mm. I have seen it a lot, though. Yeah. And I've seen it relatively recently. Uh, yeah, I probably watched it 18 months ago or so. Do you want me to choose my film and that might make you make life easier for you? Well, we all know which way you're going to go, don't we? And I think I know which way you're going to go. But go on. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Um, I'm going to, because I haven't seen this film either. So I thought A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood. Let's okay. watch that next week. That's what I thought you were going to go for because you said that you'd considered putting it on your list. Were you actually going to put it on before I chose it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what did you put on instead of that? 
it would have been out of Toy Story and A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Okay. Um, do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Philadelphia. I'm gonna knock out Toy Story because I haven't seen it for so long, and it's probably about time that I go and revisit it. And because also it's you know the topic I've chosen because it's uh, my mum's favorite. Tom Hanks is my mum's favorite actor. Philadelphia is important to us, so I'm going to keep Philadelphia. I'm going to knock out Toy Story. Awesome. So for the next episode, then where we'll be watching two Tom Hanks films, we're going to be talking about a beautiful day in the neighborhood and Philadelphia. I've got a few honorable mentions. He's done so many, Mr. Yeah. T. Hanks. He's done He's so done many. So many. I'm not. I wouldn't say that I'm too much of a fan of his more recent stuff. There's not much on there that I've, that stands out to me, like your Captain Phillips and uh, those sorts of things. They're fine, but they're not. They're not great. Um, yeah. I asked my mother what she w- would consider her favourite Tom Hanks films, and she gave it a bit of thought. And she said Castaway because it's it's the most Tom Hanks film that's ever been made. It's just Tom mm. Hanks on an island uh, plus a volleyball. So that would have been a good choice, but I've seen it loads and I'm a bit over it now. I've seen it too many times. So that's why I didn't choose it. Surprised you didn't choose like You Got Mail or Sleepless in Seattle. Australians can do comedy. <laughs> um, she also, she's a big fan of Bachelor Party, which I'm not yeah. sure. I've that never I, heard of it. Yeah, it's like an 80s comedy thing. Um, right. I've got a feeling it might it might not hold up too well. It might be unfair to say because I don't remember too much of it. But uh, I'm just not interested in revisiting that, so I didn't choose that. And also Green Mile, which is a good film. Oh yeah, <laughs> fucking long no. Uh, I remember watching that when I was a kid. Did you cry? With, Did you have a little cry with, at the, when the mouse got his head kicked in? Oh, I must have been like maybe eleven or twelve, and I was quite scared watching this film but i i've watched it maybe in the last like five years and it's really good it's a really good film yeah it's a good film just long yeah. though that's why i didn't choose it that was yeah. the main reason have you got any other films that you were thinking about i mean forrest gump is a classic but i don't think i would want to watch that for the pod no same also my work crew mentioned splash which i'd never seen before oh yeah yeah, I've uh, about that. Is it is it good? Is it worth watching? Uh, it's been a while since I've seen it, but yeah, I think it's okay. It's a romantic comedy, so mm. it, it might be one of those that you put on when you don't want to think too hard. Yeah, it might be enjoyable yeah, if I remember cool. rightly. I don't think there's anything inappropriate about it apart from Tom Hanks having sex with a fish. <laughs> oh yeah, because she's a mermaid. That's right. Yeah, I had a couple of others. Um, I I had written down the terminal because I do enjoy it, but I wasn't about to pick it. I'd seen it recently. Road to Perdition, which is a Sam Mendes film, which is a really good film. Um, haven't mm. seen that for a while. Philadelphia, but you chose that. The Burbs, Toy Story, which you chose, and Dragnet, which uh, is a really silly comedy, which uh, I, mm. I enjoy. I've not seen it for ages, but I used to enjoy, I used to enjoy that a lot when I was a, a young child. That's all my Tom Hanks mentions, mate. Cool. So on that note, then, are we ready to move on to your bit of the show, which is pretty much your section now, isn't it? Se- section three, the stitch up bit where you talk about a yeah. film that everyone's voted for you to watch. Third week in a row, f- three week losing streak, and you had to watch Monster Turd. Yeah. 
you've got Sarah to thank for that because uh, she suggested it to go on, the, <laughs> on a stitch up list. Has she, has she seen this? No, I think it was. I think oh. it was her mate mate that um that, that mentioned it. Has she said? Do you know what? Actually, I don't know. I just answered that. I, she might have seen it. Um, I don't think so though. Such a funny film. So much toilet humor. <laughs> yeah. Monstered, directed by Rick. Porco and Dan West. The tagline is don't get caught with your pants down. And the synopsis <laughs> and the synopsis is a serial killer mutates with a chemical inside a sewer to become a monster made of human waste just as the FBI and police are onto him. So the serial killer dies and he turns into a turd monster. Uh, yeah, so the serial killer escapes jail. And in that same time, there's like a, a chemical plant close by and they're doing yeah. this testing and it all goes wrong. And one of the researchers gets stuck in this capsule where her skin starts to rot away and it's like she's got feces on her and it's burning her skin and then all of a sudden she just uh, kind of disappears. And then they put her into like a chemical drum like they would they did on like Return of the Living Dead. Oh, Someone's calling me. Go away. I'm recording. Hello, Alan. No, it's, it's an 020 number. Might be a job. Oh. oh, answer it. I'm recording. Anyway, you were telling me about toxic feces. Yeah, toxic feces. So they put this this human body into like a chemical drum, which like it kind of, when I saw that, it kind of reminded me of Return of the Living Dead. And okay. then these uh, scientists end up taking this drum down to the sewers and put it down the drain. And only what's left is the skull of uh, the researcher. And then, yeah, uh, what's it? Jack Sh- Schmidt is the serial killer. Yep. Uh, who runs away from jail and then gets somehow gets stuck in the sewer and falls in and, then becomes a massive monster turd, <laughs> and uh, his revenge on people is he goes uh, he goes into other people's toilets and <laughs> kills people, and then leaves uh, little riddles on the walls. Yeah, so he wrote it in feces, and one of the one of the messages that was on the wall was like, "You've got to be shitting me." Hilarious joke. Yeah, I was like, oh, there was like one that said, "Don't get caught with your pants down." Yeah. And that's also the tagline of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was he going to say? Drop your kids off at the pool? I wish pool? I took... Yeah, yeah. Drop yeah, your kids off at the pool. What's, what's, drop, yeah. drop anchor in Pooh Bay. <laughs> I like that one. I always like that. Oh, God. I wish I took note of how many Pooh references they used throughout this film. There would have been thousands. Like, Constant. no joke. Like, every sentence would have had a Pooh reference. Yeah. So, yeah, so... This poo monster is like going into everyone's toilets and eating them and killing them. And oh, he eats them as well. Oh, like he? Well, uh, no, he doesn't eat them. He kills them, and um, and then they they're dead. He kills them and then they're dead. Yep. (laughs) All right. That's That's just generally how death works. (laughs) Doesn't I don't know. Unless you're in Return of Living Dead for Necropolis. (laughs) Nice pooper. And then there's like the detective who's trying to figure out, you know, who is doing these crimes 
kind of thing. And then there's a sheriff and there's this like romance situation between those two. There's like, I think the detective uh, ends up going back to the sheriff's place and they have a drink and that scene, they just use just one romantic song throughout it. And it's just so bad. It's <laughs> they could only terrible. afford the licensing for one song. That's what it was. <laughs> They just they just played the whole song throughout the scene. It was so yeah. it was like lack of cast as well. I like I think I sent you a scene right at the start where they're like running mm. through the chemical plant. It's just like one or two random researchers running up and down. I'm just like, oh my god, this is so bad. It was super and, uh, low budget. Um, yes, it was three thousand the budget apparently. I read. Wow. Did they make anything? Uh, apparently, it, apparently it cost three thousand, and they made three thousand back. But for a film that costs three grand, if you distribute it in the right places, it's probably going to make its money back. Uh, it was tongue in cheek, though, wasn't it? It wasn't a serious film, wasn't it? It was a comedy, no. right? Yeah, it was just very stupid. Yeah, very bad acting. Uh, in the end, so how they try to get rid of this mon- uh, monster turd is they hire a guy who specialised in flies and he gets like a thousand flies. Right. <laughs> and how he, how he takes these flies to the location is in like a cattery um, cage box, which I'm like, there's clearly heaps of holes in that, that all of yeah. these flies could have got out. <laughs> so I was like, what a gag. It's so um, unrealistic. Yeah. So there was a chili festival at the time and the police told the whole neighbourhood not to use their toilets and if they needed to do a shit, do it in a bucket or do it in the backyard kind of thing, don't do it in the toilet. And they're like, what? We've got this chili festival on. How are we going to... We can't ha- We can't expect it. <laughs> we can't expect anyone not to use a toilet no. at the chili festival. And somehow they... I think, I guess the monster turd was coming out from this area because they knew the festival was going to happen. And they found out this chemical that they could uh, put on it and it just disintegrated. And the the other funny bit was... Was it detectives, milk? No, I don't know. It was just some chemical that they found and it just evaporated the contents. So they're like, oh, yeah, we'll put this on the monster turd and he'll disappear. And the other little funny bit, so... As protection, they put diapers all over themselves, on their heads, on their bodies. Just, <laughs> just so stupid. Yeah. It sounds like a bit of fun, though. It's, uh, it's, at least it wasn't taking itself seriously. It just sounds like it no. was... I don't know if I could have finished it, because I've watched clips of it, uh, um, and it's not something I don't... I don't think I'd enjoy it, but at least it wasn't trying to be a serious film, like, I don't know, Gooby, or The Hot yeah. and Naughty. Oh, God. Out of those two, I definitely enjoyed this a lot more. Yeah. I don't mind a bit of poo humour. Um, Puma? Oh, that's another brand. <laughs> hey, no, we can't say that on the podcast. I thought as an ending to this this uh, review, I'll pay the theme song for everyone. All right. You guys all enjoy this. So. You hear that? Yeah, I can hear it. Absurd to be aware of a giant monster. <laughs> when the shit goes down, he may be in your town. Don't get caught with your pants down. Pants down. Don't be a fool. Don't drop the key. 
Yeah, that's a pool. <laughs> the pool. Oh, yeah, he's one cool stool. <laughs> it's one cool stool. <laughs> anyway, it keeps on going on. A lot of more, per, a lot of poo references. We should put it on the charts. Everyone should download it, and then yeah. you know it will become popular. All of our listeners. Christmas number one. <laughs> Monstered. Um, Monstered. Yeah. Um, uh, we were talking earlier about uh, having a new intro theme done. Uh, maybe we should find a writer of that song and try and get them to make us one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm literally writing perfect. that down. <laughs> I have to get IMDB Pro so I can email them. Oh, sorry, funny. Um, what am I going to give this? Related to the. You're going to give it a number two. It a t- yeah. I'm going to give it a two out of ten. It was it was right. fun. It was I don't think I'll ever watch it again. But if you were No. If you had a big if you had a big night out and you just wanted to watch something very stupid and silly, watch this film. Watch it with your mates after a few beers, bit of yeah. a laugh. Yeah. Maybe after a, a, eating some jalapenos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Two out of ten. Uh not the worst, but not great. Uh sounds like it was worthy of stitch up, so well done. Mm. Like I said, I, I'm not sure I could have finished that. Cool. So moving on then, we've got to find out who lost the last poll. Mm. On the last episode, we announced our films for each other for the for the poll, which I put on. You chose for me Operation Christmas Drop, and I chose for you Mac and Me. And so I put this on yesterday. Mm-hmm. You voted. I saw your vote. I, obviously, I voted as well. So we cancel each other's vote vote out. It's, no, it's pointless yeah. really voting. But every every time I put it on, I'm hoping that you're going to forget about it. <laughs> But you didn't. I thought you. Were, um, I thought you were going to forget to actually put the poll on. I think that every time it's your week, but you never. Yeah. Do. No, I always remember. Well, I always remember now. I always used to forget, but uh, yeah, I've changed my ways. So I put this on yesterday. We had ten votes in total. Uh, the poll was finished now, and I have the, some okay. results for you. So as I said, we had ten votes. Seventy percent of those votes were for you to watch Mac and me and for the fourth week in a row you are being stitched up mate unfortunately and that is a new record well it's a tie record with my four four in a row so you got another one to watch unfortunately I almost feel bad almost it's another movie to add to the list yeah well at least you get up to three four nine after you've watched that one (laughs) I was almost gonna recruit some friends and I was just like no I want to see what this horrible film's about. Let's let's talk about it next week. Thanks, friends. Um, next time it's it's your turn to put the poll on, and you're. I mean, I've got a film for you. I've got a film ready to go and locked in. It's not a Christmas themed film. Would you like to know what it is called? Yes. It's called Breaking Wind. Oh no way! Yeah. <laughs> I've been meaning to put this on for you. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I keep doing that, don't I? Keep nicking your films. Um, yeah. It's like a spoof. Packed into my letterbox list. It's a spoof comedy. Um, I, I can't stand spoof comedies as a general rule. And this one is particularly bad, apparently. So there you go. Breaking Wind mm. for you. 
What are you going to choose for me? I was going to go Christmas film. Let's see. Should we put that Hawaiian music on again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that's Toto. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was Super Mario for a second. Okay. I was going to go Christmas, but I've, I've changed my mind. I'm going to go Sunday School Musical instead for you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sunday School Musical. So it's like high school musical, but probably even worse than that. Oh, Jesus. That sounds horrific. <laughs> Fuck You're me. welcome. Oh, well, hopefully I don't lose that poll. Um, there's a good chance. I mean, you've lost four in a week, four in a row now. So, yeah, it's about time I get another one. But um, I, I still think people should vote for Breaking Wind. But you're going to put that poll on, on your Instagram. Yeah. Should we do the socials then before we say goodbye to everybody? Yeah, let's do that. Where are you at? I am at Chikanika or Nika Creative on Instagram. Where are you at? I'm also at the Instagram on flick.face. You can follow the show at Twin Picks Pod also on Instagram. You can email us at Twin Pox, Pick, Twin Pox the Twin Pox Twin. podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you want to support the show, you can do at Kofi uh, slash Twin Picks Podcast. And that's about it, isn't it? All there's yeah. left to do now is say goodbye to who? Mr. Norris. Mr. Norris. And see you next Tuesday, Australia. See you guys then. Yes. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye.